The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Every time a missile misses its target, a train derails, or a faulty airbag fails to save a life, we wonder whether these failures, which can sometimes reach catastrophic proportions, are caused by a counterfeit part that may have infiltrated the supply chain. Welcome to People to People, working together for your safety with host Stan Salat. Stan has the answers to your questions on protecting yourself and the safety of your loved ones, including your pets. Don't miss out. Now, here is Stan Salat. Hello and welcome to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today, Is Australia at Risk Two counterfeit parts down under. There are people in Australia that feel there is a growing evidence of a counterfeit problem. The Australian Customs Organization has indicated that the number of counterfeit goods had doubled since their last year's numbers. Australia is the second country in the world to report the death of a citizen as a result of a cheap USB power supply electrocution. My guest, Richard Gauntlet, Brisbane, Australia, will share his perspective of the counterfeit and hazardous substance issues that Australia faces in his role as the new director of CAMA, CAM Arms, and the HSF Mark Alliance. Our show today is made possible through the sponsorship of Business by Business and Quality Process Management, LLC and Secure Components, LLC. Business and Quality Process Management, LLC, provides business process and quality management consulting, training, and software tools. The principles of BQPM led the development and implementation of the International Hazardous Substance Process Management Certification Program used by more than 4,500 manufacturers to demonstrate compliance to the European Union's restriction to hazardous substance laws and the International Counterfeit Avoidance Certification Program. To learn more about the work that BQPM does and how they can help your company, visit their website at www.bqpm.com. Secure Components LLC, an independent test, uh, independent distributor specializing in obsolete and hard-to-find components. Secure Components is the first company in the world to achieve international certification for their counterfeit detection and mitigation process controls. Their IECQ CAP certification was achieved in accordance with the SAE AS6081 standards. When you need to find high-quality, obsolete, or hard-to-find components, you want Secure Components on your team. To learn more about Secure Components and what they can do for you, visit their website at www.securecomponents.com. I'd like to introduce our my guest today, Richard Gauntlet. Richard uh, was the director of Aging Aircraft Australia, or is uh, I'm, I started on that one again. <laughs> this is how you get to start over. Uh, Richard Gauntlet is my guest today. Uh, Richard is the director of Aging Aircraft Australia. He was the aging aircraft manager at Boeing Defense Australia, F-111 Engineering, and ILLS manager. And Richard, if you don't mind, you have a very, um, uh, what's the word I want, you, you, you have quite a resume. Uh, if you would, uh, give, the, give our audience a bit, of, bit more of your background for me. Uh, would love to, Stan. Um, okay, so I've had, I guess, uh, forty odd years in uh, in aerospace, uh, both within the military and uh, in defence industry. 
Um, I had 12 years in the Royal Australian Air Force uh, as a radio technician, uh, working on aircraft such as the F-111 and the, the UH-1 Iroquois and the CH-47 uh, Chinooks, sea models in those days. Um, following that, I spent 23 years in Boeing in a whole variety of um, positions. Um, in later years, uh, in particular the last 10 years or so, as the aging aircraft uh, manager, I ran the aging aircraft program for the F-111. Uh, this, uh, and perhaps I should have said that I actually started Boeing. I, it, uh, I set it up here in Queensland in the first mm. four years was uh, I ran it out of my own house before it uh, sort of grew to be something a lot larger. So I, uh, um, I guess I had a lot to do with uh, creating the relationships and uh, helping set up and learned a lot about it. Uh, well, in, in your role then as uh, the Director of Aging Aircraft, uh, you, you certainly have a lot of experience in doing that. Well, little bits here and there, but I was lucky... Uh, to have worked with a lot of people who are far smarter than I am, that's for sure. I, I also note that you uh, you mentioned that you were in, in the radio communications, and I didn't realize we shared that. Uh, I likewise, in my military years, uh, dealt with uh, my job was radio communications as well, more from the using side and the, by default some of the maintenance. Oh, okay. Yes, I was um, more on the, the air side, so uh, sometimes uh, in the squadron and on the aircraft and uh, sometimes working on the bench, fixing them. Excellent. Well, let me let me take a, a little bit different uh, step here and uh, share with our audience. Uh, I'm really very pleased to share with, uh, with the audience that you have undertaken the position of Director of the Australian Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance and the Repository Management System, as well as the Hazardous Substance Free Mark Alliance. Uh, I'd like to congratulate you on uh, those positions. And thank you very much, Stan. And it's uh, it's always a pleasure to uh, to uh, work with somebody uh, with a similar passion. Now, I, I certainly do look forward to working with you. Uh, on these programs and and for uh, I'd like to say that we'll make progress in the short term but I uh, I think we'll be at this for a while uh, I believe we will we have a lot of work to do well to get us started let's uh, let let me you know I'd, I'd really like to understand uh, from you if you would describe the counterfeit issues as you see them in Australia today and I guess part of this is do you think do you feel that Australia has any counterfeit issues and if you do what, what does that look like for as they say down under um, I, I don't think there's any doubt that we have counterfeit issues um, the I think it's very much about the unknowns. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot we, we don't know about, and I think you found this uh, there in the US. Um, we do undoubtedly have counterfeit issues here. Uh, and, and let me just say, we've this is nothing new. We've been dealing with uh, what we call bogus parts here um, for, well, decades. I remember them back in my Air Force days in the 70s and 80s. Right. Um, what we're facing now, of course, is uh, very different. It's uh, magnitudes worse. Um, what, but we don't know the extent of it. I think we manage what we do find here very well. Um, I've spoken to a number of organizations, and most of them have got stories to tell about uh, their experiences with uh, counterfeits they found. Um, but they've all been picked up in a timely manner and by due process, which is which is fantastic. Um, but are there other gotchas out there uh, that we either don't hear about or haven't been gotchas yet? Uh, and and that's the danger, I think. Yeah, it certainly it certainly appears to be. Um, you know, the internet's a great tool, and it allows us to see what's going on, like. 
we've never been able to before in in over the years it used to be and I'm sure you remember this that you either read something that was in a newspaper that came out months later or perhaps you uh you saw an article of some sort on what was then considered international TV but today you can type almost anything into the internet in a browser uh, search engine and start learning about people that have been hurt by uh, counterfeits or what might be called cheap products, uh, knockoffs. I understand that's something that's actually happened uh, not only in China, but it's happened and been reported on in uh, Australia as well. Um, most definitely. Uh, we had a case uh, I read about. It was uh, um, earlier this year, back in June, I think, of uh, a lady um, who was, uh, she had her earphones in, plugged into her uh, a laptop or her, her mobile, um, and she was uh, well, laying down, perhaps sleeping, and she was actually burned to death. Um, the, and this was the result of a faulty USB charger, um, thought to be built with, um, um, you know, cheap parts. Uh, which is a very, very sad outcome. Yes, it is. And companies around the world are suffering from that happening. I, I know uh, from what, I, what I've read, and I only know this from what I read, but that happened in uh, China as well. Two people actually died and were electrocuted from uh, either an iPhone or a, a phone charger of some sort. So... Do you, do you feel do you feel that um, there's a link between counterfeiting and hazardous substances? Again, you're taking on the role of the the CAMA and the HSF Mark Alliances, which is really all about counterfeit material, and it's about the hazardous substances that often find their way into the counterfeit material. Uh, based on whatever is you know published down there or the the work you may have done do you see that as a a combination problem or is hazardous substance not really uh, talked about much um we don't hear it as much so far but it is most definitely linked um and in fact we were dealing with hazardous substances in with the f111 but that was more um managing them as you say, there is a definite link um, because the the counterfeits often contain those hazardous substances which um, you know the proper part would not contain. Um, and I, th I think another aspect of this is that it's not just affecting the military and aviation. Uh, this is rife across um, industry, you know, including children's toys, uh, electrical equipment, um, you name it. But there's a definite link there, and um, there's a connection between the two that needs to be managed. There's a definite link between the, the counterfeit avoidance and the hazardous substance program. Yeah, that's, that's definitely what we see here. And uh, just recently, I think it was two days ago, I, I received, I used Google Analytics and Google Alerts and stuff, and I received an alert that, I think it's the Philippines, uh, they found uh, a large volume of um, Christmas lights, Christmas tree lights that are, instead of being 0.1% uh, lead uh, by weight, they're actually in the 5,000 range. So it's it's really, as we would say up here, it's it's out of control. Uh, most definitely, uh, and uh, I think we—it's starting. We're starting to see this more and more here. Um, I've read other articles recently. One, for instance, on, on the counterfeit side, um, recently that customs, uh, the number of um, items they're they're intercepting, has doubled since last year. Um, so yeah, that the awareness is growing slowly. Can I just add in here that if you hear noise in the background, we're in the middle of a, uh, a good old Queensland summer storm, so uh, please excuse the noise and uh, uh, if I'm a little distracted. 
Okay. Well, hopefully you're indoors where lightning doesn't get you. Um, not really hearing too much of that, but it did, did sound a little bit like rain, which is something here in California we don't get a lot of. <laughs> uh, neither have we, and we need it, so it's welcome. <laughs> oh, Richard, let me. Um, we need to take a quick break. Uh, so if you'll stay with me. And audience, uh, once again, I'm talking with my guest, Richard Gauntlet, from uh, Australia. He's coming to us live from Australia. I understand live from Australia in a rainstorm. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense adopted AS6081 counterfeit avoidance standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit SecureComponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace defense and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191. BQPM.com. Together, we are working for your safety. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at stansalot.com. Again, that's Stan at stansalot.com. Now, back to People to People. Hello and welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is Australia at Risk 2, Counterfeit Parts Down Under. My guest, Richard Gauntlet, and I have been talking about the effects and the causes and the position and the situation in Australia related to the counterfeit products and components, as well as the hazardous substance um, activities, the, the hazardous substance being found in products. Uh, without further ado, let's get back to our discussion. Obviously, I'm upside down and backwards, and that's in part because Richard is down under, as they say. He's coming to us live from Australia. Uh, is it still raining, Richard? Uh, most definitely. And there's uh, lightning and thunder. It, it's doing it uh, properly, the way Queensland usually does. Outstanding. Um, just before the break, you were talking about the counterfeit issues in Australia and, and some recent... Uh, articles or, or um, information that uh, your customs agents have indicated that that's doubling. Um, I guess part of the question is, is for your from your perspective, is that something that's surprising or something that you personally were concerned about? Um, it's not surprising because I've... Um had a lot of contact with, uh, uh, especially in the US side, uh, with people who've been telling me that the problems we're going to get, and I'm seeing them realise. Um, I guess this means a lot to me from another perspective. Perhaps I could add in a little bit more of my background. Um, I talked about the, the Air Force and uh, Boeing, um, where I ran the aging aircraft program for the F-111. Um, Apart, aside from the technical program we ran, we also used to run aging aircraft forums, uh, which started with the F-111, but they became much bigger and involved the whole industry. Uh, you know, bought, bought the crowd. Did you get that one? Yes, actually, we did. It nearly blew me out of the chair. <laughs> well, uh, uh, now, I'll just pull myself back together. Yes, um, okay. <laughs> so... Um, what, what happened was that um, as the F-111 retired, um, we were actually going to deploy that aging aircraft program to other aircraft types, but okay. the decision was ultimately made uh, to can the program, and we all got farewell letters. Oh. Um, so I undertook to continue doing this aging aircraft stuff um, outside of Boeing, and I restarted the conference um, under a different name. Um, by this time, the US had renamed their conference from Aging Aircraft to Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment. And uh, so I said, hey, do you mind if I follow suit? And they said, no, go for it. It just shows that, uh, you know, we, it, it uh, sort of reflects our long-standing relationship. Right. So anyway, so I continue my Aging Aircraft passion, if you like, through the conference. I still run that every year. And uh, I run um, campaigns in the background, if you like, um, one of these being the counterfeit uh, crusade. And I should add that um, we first started dealing with the, the counterfeits um, through the 2006 conference. And we've had uh, US speakers every year that come and give us updates as to how serious it is. Um, um, so there's no excuse that we shouldn't be knowing what's happening in the world. So um, for this reason, um, yes, I'm very happy to be involved with it. I think it's something we really should be involved with. Uh, I want to be sure that we are taking this as seriously as we need to um, because we are basically at the end of the line. We're very much part of the supply chain. So it doesn't matter how well we do our work, ultimately we're, we're vulnerable and we need to be um, looking out for these. 
you're you're sharing something that um, you know I, I'm I'm not sure how much we can talk about openly, but to the degree that you can, you've been heavily involved with aircraft. You've been heavily involved with military and and the defense. And I will say, from my own experience, having visited you and and been in the conference with you. I've learned that it's not just military aircraft, but it's also civilian aircraft that uh, comes up in the conference. When you look at, uh, or said a little bit differently, could you share with the uh, audience some of the types of equipment that we're talking about that is found in Australia, and what the the counterfeit uh, materials could mean if it infiltrated the system down there? I think in our case in particular we're finding uh, that the counterfeits that are found uh, and I'm just speaking from the aviation side here okay. um, are right across across the board. I know in states you have you seem to have a, a particular emphasis on the electronic side Right. Um, for good reason. We don't do a lot of electronics manufacture here. Um, so the the counterfeit parts issues we do find, certainly they include the electronics, but it covers, uh, we get a lot of mechanical components um, as well. Yeah, all systems. So, and that is one of the, uh, the challenges I have, I guess, is to as we shape camera, and maybe I'm jumping uh, forward a bit. No, uh, go ahead. <laughs> as we, we shape it for Australia here, um, it'll have to be in the form of, you know, across all types of parts. Right. Um, when you say all types of parts, uh, you know, more specifically, you're right in that here in the States we have a, a very strong emphasis on the electronics and particularly the active uh, components, the microprocessors, uh, the controllers and that. So uh, and a lot of emphasis is there. But we often hear at our conferences from the folks on in the Navy and the Marines uh, in other industries, or not industries, but other branches of the military that they have an equal problem with mechanical parts, uh, hardware parts. Uh, I've actually heard about uh, Navy ships and particularly submarines that have been uh, outfitted with inferior or counterfeit uh, latches and hinges and, and those types of things. You're, you're primarily in the... Um, aircraft as well, right? Uh, or do you also get into the Navy and, and other branches? Um, mostly aircraft for um, all three uh, services. Um, although this, uh, um, I, I'm hoping we'll get plenty of attention from, uh, say, shipside as well. Um, we certainly have experienced all of those things you talked about. So brackets, nuts and bolts, um, aircraft panels, actuators, um, you know, re-lifed. Um, they, they come in all shapes and sizes. And, of course, yeah, the electronics as well. Uh, we even had um, the wing pivot grease for the F-111. That was an issue through a few years back. So, uh, yes, it touches all areas. And you commented that you don't manufacture per se, but um, and I guess a part of this is that when you get some of the of the aircraft that you you have or some of the equipment that you have, you're importing it from either the United States or from other NATO countries, I assume. Uh, that's right. So a lot of it does come from United States uh, and some other countries as well, dependent upon where the, uh, in many cases, where the aircraft was manufactured. And I think this is why we sometimes see a little bit of, oh, I don't know if I should call it complacency here, in that because a lot of our parts do come from the, say, the US manufacturers, uh, the belief is that um, a lot of the bad parts have been, you know, filtered out by that time. 
and I think that's true in many cases. So uh, we're we're protected in some way, um, but that still doesn't mean that we're safe. Right. And we can hear that thunder and lightning out there again. That was a smaller one. Well, that was. I stayed in my chair. <laughs> Ho- hopefully, the roof is not counterfeit. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not. Okay. Well, let me ask you the $20 million question. Um, you kind of alluded to it, that it's you're forward thinking and becoming involved in uh, what I'll call a movement or uh, what we hope to be a change in the way things are done. What what got you to uh, say yes to, the, to becoming the director of the Australian... CAMA and CAM arms and uh, HSF? Um, well, it's, uh, as I said, it's part of the, pa- the aging aircraft passion of mine. It's something we were dealing with in the earlier program, and I, I like to feel that it's being, that somebody's still running with it. Um, organizations look after themselves pretty well, and as far as I know, do a darn good job, but uh, at the same time, this needs to be um, a collaborative effort, if you like. We need to be sharing this at a higher level. So I was quite happy to take take the hat and, and run with it uh, as much as I can. Um, however bad the situation is or may not seem to be here, maybe we don't have a, a counterfeit problem. Um, who knows? And that would be the perfect world. Um, which we all know we don't have, um, but the campaign needs to run, put it that way, and I'm very happy to be helping out and hopefully making a difference. I guess the next part of this question then is uh, what, with your crystal ball looking forward, what what do you hope to achieve? Other than, are... other than obviously less counterfeit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think there are two things. The first thing is to continue building the awareness. Um, And the more we are aware and willing to address them, the more action we'll get and hopefully the fewer counterfeits, etc. So one is to build the awareness. And I think the second thing is to get um, these organisations to perhaps share more, um, to... You know, sometimes I, I talk about the counterfeit situation and I see these sideways glances uh, um, as though I'm uh, rolling with the, the sensational st- statistics of the US. Um, it would be very good, to put it this way, to Australianize the campaign. And, and if we could get people saying, hey, yes, this happened to us. Here are some of the things we found and uh, share them in the, you know, the camera database, um, then that will help the awareness grow. It will potentially help other organisations who could be experiencing the same problem with that same type of part. Um, And I think that will all head us in the right direction. You do make a very good point. And, in fact, uh, this week, yesterday, I was at the... uh, a conference here in the U.S. where the same basic subject was being discussed and one of the things that came up in the discussion was how do you get sufficient information to know where the trends, where the origins, where where we really are. And, uh, you know, this this does lend itself when, when we start getting other countries to actually participate in a similar system, and again, that's you know I I can't be more pleased than uh, than I am to have you uh, taking up this charge in Australia with us. Well, thank you, Stan. Um, we we're going to go take a break again, but when we come back, I I really would like to get a little more information about the conference that you manage down there. Um, you know, how can people find it? Uh, who's uh, who gets invited to it? Uh, you know, what what things do you need to make it stronger, or what types of uh, communication might help? 
just anything that uh, you'd like to share with us on the conference. So we're going to be right back. We need to take a short radio uh, station identification. Uh, identify our sponsors. Don't go away. Richard and I will be right here. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191. BQPM.com. Together, we are working for your safety. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense adopted AS6081 Counterfeit Avoidance Standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit SecureComponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace defense and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. For 27 years, KidStar has empowered thousands of kids across the country. And now we have the opportunity to empower children around the world. KidStar is announcing a new radio show called Voyage Earth. Voyage Earth will empower kids from across the world. KidStar has created a Kickstarter campaign just for this new undertaking. By pledging to Kickstarter, you pledge for a future of empowered people to come. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworms. I want to thank you for being a backer of our Kickstarter. KidStar, we empower kids. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. This is People to People, working together for your safety. 
If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at stansalat.com. Again, that's Stan at stansalat.com. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is all about, is Australia at risk to counterfeit parts down under? My guest, Richard Gauntlet, and I have been talking about the, um, the things that Australia has going on uh, when it comes to counterfeit and hazardous substance. Richard is the director of the AANS conference, uh, and the programs going on in Australia related to aging aircraft and the uh, sustainability of that and the effects that the counterfeit and uh, primarily the counterfeit uh, material might have on that aspect of um, their world down, as as I like to keep saying, down under. Richard, if you would, uh, first off, welcome back. Um, Thank you. Again, I appreciate you uh, being on the show, and uh, I've enjoyed a couple of those uh, lightning and thunder claps that we've heard, and uh, I'm glad to hear you're getting some of that well, well-deserved and needed rain down there. To share a piece of home with you. Yeah, there you go. Say, we haven't talked, to, in my opinion, I don't think we've talked enough about the, uh, the task that you undertake to uh, put on a, a conference every year and uh, the sustainability of aging aircraft. So if you don't mind, take a few minutes and share with the audience what that what that really is and what it means uh, both to you, I guess, and to Australia. Uh, for sure. Um, all right. So the the conference, the AANS, or the uh, Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment uh, Australia conference, it's an annual event. Um, <clears throat> it brings the brings the community together, um, both the military and the commercial side. Uh, and it tries to unite these as much as possible. Um, it covers, uh, it's a non-profit event. It covers all aspects of airworthiness and sustainment, um, you know, right from the, um, from the electronics to the, to the mechanicals to oxygen system, functional systems, NDT, counterfeit supply chain, you name it. Um, it's, yes, it, it's an annual event. Next year's is being uh, held uh, over the 21st to the 23rd of July, and this is in Brisbane every year. It has strong support every year from the Australian Defence Force and the Civil Aviation Safety Authority, uh, which is your, your FAA. Okay. Um, and uh, that, that's pretty well it. It's uh, well attended as people can, um, um, as they can. You've... Uh, uh, I know that the delicate numbers have dropped a little in the U.S. thanks to Financial Times, and right. we're a little bit the same. But the the willingness is still there. And in part, it's it's dropped because of the financial aspects. I, I doubt seriously that it's dropped because of interest or that we've improved so much that we don't need it. Uh, no, it's it's purely the the, the financial. Yeah. Uh, and let's face it, we're always going to have aging aircraft. Um, and we, we we buy new fleets with good intentions, thinking we'll we'll replace them before too long and have nice new ones again. Um, doesn't work that way. Aeroplanes are very expensive, um, and uh, uh, what they say about seventy percent of the cost of an aircraft is taken up in its sustainment. Yes. So it's through life support. So uh, it, it's important to uh, do our best to try and get it right. Yeah, the least expensive part of an airplane is buying, and I, as I understand as well. That's exactly right. How does how does our audience find? Uh, where do we find it? Are you on the website, or, or do you have a website and a and a, a link to it? Uh, uh, yes. So the website is uh, www.agingaircraft, all one word, and there's an e in aging. dot com. dot au slash A-A-S-C. So I'll just repeat that. So it's www.agingaircraft.com.au slash 
AASC. Okay, and we'll be sure to have that up on uh, my website, stansalot.com, as well, so that folks can find it. Wonderful. Um, and as I say, the next conference is coming up in July. Um, and the website also, well, it talks about the conference, but also the, the sorts of campaigns I try and run behind it through the year, uh, including especially, of course, the uh, the counterfeits. And uh, another one I'm trying to promote is... Uh, aerospace leadership but that's another story (laughs) that's our next show then is what you're saying oh oh, i've just committed myself you did you did (laughs) indeed (laughs) you have to be careful you 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 learn um, over the over time that i'm i'm quick to grab uh grab on to people that are willing to uh, be on the show with me (laughs) yeah um People that are, are welcome to come, is, is it open to the public? Is it uh, constrained to just military, uh, no, avionics people? To, uh, no, it's open to everyone, uh, technical and non-technical, military, civilian, uh, manned, unmanned aircraft. It's, um, any fleet, anybody can come, any, any position you're in. So it, it tries to uh, cover everything and all aspects of, well... Sustainment is a long piece of string. Right. Well, you just opened another door. I don't know if you realized it, but when you said unmanned aircraft, um, yes. you we know have that's a little a... Way... Go ahead. Sorry. No. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say we uh, we're still trying to open that one up more, um, but it's certainly the way it's going. Uh, yeah, the fleets are growing. Yeah, we just heard here in the U.S. that uh, they have decided. And I say they, I believe it's the FAA has decided uh, that um, our unmanned aircraft, or what we call drones, the pilots have to have a pilot's license is the way it's coming together. Uh, So apparently they're going to get a little more strict on who can fly what uh, would otherwise be called a radio-controlled aircraft. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not surprised. No, but that's another whole show. <laughs> so start start uh, reading up on unmanned aircraft. <laughs> okay. I won't commit to that one. I don't have the knowledge. Uh, well, I'll just tag you then to uh, find somebody with the knowledge that we can have on, and we can both uh, be the the host on that show. Okay. Richard, I really want to really want to thank you. We're uh, we're kind of running out of time here, so uh, once again, I do thank you. I thank you for uh, taking your time. I, it's obviously a different time zone that you're in, but uh, be that as may. And again, I absolutely look forward to working with you on the uh, CAMA and the CAM Arms and the hazardous substance-free programs. And I wish you all the best and try and stay dry down there. And uh, thank you so much for having me. And uh, likewise, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, working together and uh, hopefully have you back at our conference next year for the, uh, what, the third time? It would be the third time, and uh, I'm looking at uh, sorting out how I can do that. I really enjoy, I don't enjoy the trip, I must say. Getting down there is a bit difficult, but being there is always a pleasure. I know what you mean about the travel. Yes. Okay, Richard, thank you very much. People to People Working Together for Your Safety is dedicated to bringing people together to share knowledge and create a safer environment for us all. If you have a question, agree or disagree with the information we are sharing, send me an email with your your comments or questions to stan at stansalot.com. You can also send a Twitter to at StanSalotJR. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management, LLC, and Secure Components, LLC. Once again, Business and Quality uh, Process Management provides business and quality uh, management consulting, training, and software tools. Secure Components, the uh, is an independent distributor who specializes in hard-to-find 
and obsolete materials. If you need help in finding obsolete or hard to find high quality obsolete or hard to find materials, you want secure components on your team, you can reach them at www.securecomponents.com. I'd like to recognize our supporting staff that make the show work. That would be the folks from Voice America, Brandy Jackson, General Manager, Robert Cellino, my executive producer, Randy Jackman, Production Manager, and Jeffrey Gerstel, our Director of Host Services. show isn't possible without the help of the staff, uh, in particular in people-to-people, Yulia Coach, Coach Branding and people-to-people Production Manager. Without Yulia's assistance, I would be lost most of the time. Thank you for joining me on People to People, working together for your safety. Remember, change only happens when people come together and work together. Your help in the fight against the proliferation of hazardous substances and counterfeiting of consumer products could save a life. Until next week, I'm your host, Stan Salat, wishing you a safe and healthy life. Thank you for listening. Please join host Stan Salat for next week's edition of People to People, working together for your safety. We'll have another show next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a safe, toxic, and counterfeit-free week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.